0: Uh, all right, thanks, Stacy. Um, good to uh, you know, really good to have a uh, you know the exposure we had yesterday to the Giants uh, was certainly a great learning experience uh, for all of us. Uh, we we you know did a lot of things um, you know that that can really benefit our team going forward, both fundamentally and and uh, some schematic things. We'll we'll get into this, a little more situational football um, today, which you know we haven't. Um, obviously had very much of in the preseason games and probably won't in this last game but it'll be very important during the season so it'll give us a good chance to work on that um, but you no know, I thought our, our players came out and competed well yesterday um, you know the Giants gave us some problems there's some things we we definitely need to correct and, and uh, learn from uh, all the way across the board we had a couple coaching good coaching situations come up as well that, you know, we need to do a better job on and uh, I need to do a better job on. So, um, it was really, a you know, another good day for us in terms of moving our team forward and, and, uh, getting some valuable experience and, and, um, you know, against a quality team, they're very well coached, obviously, Joe on special teams and, uh, Jason, Pat, you know, they all do a great job and their assistants. And so they're, they're, a uh, you know, a team that has, um, you know some some tough schemes and and do some things that uh, you know create some problems for us that we haven't seen need to see uh, and we'll we'll definitely learn from. So um, you know looking forward today uh, as well as again in terms of pushing our team forward and um, you know we'll we'll have a lot of good film to look at this afternoon and and tonight.
1: With that will open up questions. We'll start with Ben Vole, followed by Mike Reese.
0: Still muted, Ben.
2: Ben, can you hear us? All right, we're going to go to Mike Reese, followed by Ian Steele. We got penalty on Ben. What are we assessing? Fifteen.
0: Yeah, I think that's a media. That's a media decision.
2: Media too? Okay. All right. All right. Um, so uh, Max heavy workload stood out yesterday just he had a lot of seemed like he had a lot of snaps a lot of learning experience with cam expected back today how, how does that affect sort of what mac will do today
0: uh, yeah all, all the quarterbacks look good they'll all get work today i mean i think everybody got work yesterday i think all the players that were out there um i don't think quinn kicked. nick kicked yesterday i think Will kick today but yeah you know, we you know all the players that are out there that all get work
1: <clears throat>
2: morning bill how are you oh goody good um will cam be back out there today yes and um you know with his absence so to speak you said it was a good opportunity for mac jones you said it certainly was in the in-person press conference how did you see him take advantage of the extra role in the extra snaps that he got
0: yeah well as i just got through saying i think that all the all the players and the coaches for that matter uh that participated yesterday um learned you know had good learning experiences um you know we did some things well there's certainly some things that we need to correct and uh, a couple of ch- cases just make adjustments too um and so that's you know that's part of football too like that that comes up a lot so um you know there there are a number of things we need to do better um but hopefully we can learn from some of the mistakes that we made yesterday collectively as a team um, and and you know we all we all had some so that includes everybody that we can correct those and and uh, not repeat them again today and and go out and execute things a little bit better <laughs>
2: Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Mike Reese.
0: Hey, Bill, I just had a question about something that James White told us yesterday. Uh, this may sound like a stupid
2: question, but we'll ask it anyway. He said something along the lines of, you know, Max's done a good job of controlling the huddle. And I just wanted to ask you, what does that mean? And as a coach, how do you gauge that? How important is that to see from players playing that position?
0: Uh, yeah well, I mean, I think that's really uh something that James could you know expand on a little bit um I'm not sure exactly what part of that he was referring to, so I don't want to put any words in his mouth um or speak for him. I certainly wouldn't do that, but you know uh all the signal callers, whether they're quarterbacks or defensive signal callers or the personal protector on the punt team or you know whoever that is and whatever the play is or situation you know there's a responsibility that comes with that in terms of getting things organized uh, being aware of the situation um, you know making sure that on certain plays uh, there are might be one or two guys in particular that um, you know have a key role in that play just by the way that it's called by the play that it's called and so you know as a signal caller, you want to make sure that 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 person for sure knows Um, What the call is or maybe it's an added tag or an added word uh, That changes things a little bit and make sure that the people that are involved in that, you know get it and um, You know and maybe there's something that we're looking for and that's why we've tagged it then you know as a reminder and things like that So all those things come with that position, Um, you know awareness communication um, and clarification sometimes of, of things that are that are happening that everybody you know should be familiar with or in some cases most of them might be aware of but sometimes it's good to remind everybody or like i said specifically make sure that the key people involved in something you know have it right because that's really where the focus of the of the call is <clears throat> thanks bill yep you're welcome
2: i'll go back to my And. Bill, I think you might agree that um, over the years you've had your players mostly play in the preseason with the idea that playing is what gets you prepared for playing games. Like the best way to prepare to play football is to play. And I'm curious if there's a where that came from, like where was there a coach in your past that, you know, imparted that on you or where did that approach come from?
0: Yeah, pretty much all the coaches I worked for I would say I saw that uh, you know go back to marchabroda forzano um perk coach Barcells uh you know and many other coaches that I talked to you know we I talked to other coaches about that and just kind of get what their you know kind of what their thinking is on on things like that and preseason and so forth um so again every situation is a little bit different when you practice against a team for a couple of days that's a little different than not practicing against them um or going back to scrimmage scrimmages that uh we had back in I and mean, that was a long time ago there's no point in talking about that um but it's you know again it basically it's doing what's best for the team and doing what's best for each individual player uh, sometimes that's a conflict uh, what's best for the player might not be best for the team or vice versa and so then you have to make a decision as to you know how to manage that but that's yeah that, that's really what it comes down to but as you said you prepare to play by playing uh, if you can and if it's the right thing to do uh, sometimes um, there may be other considerations that would override that and and that's, maybe you don't feel that's the best decision, but generally speaking, that's, I think that I agree with that. I think that's what you should do.
2: And then um, I know this isn't directly tied to today with the Giants. Um, mm-hmm. Colleague writing a story on Dean Pease, um, just, and I said, if the time is right, I'll try to jump in and ask your background with Dean and what, you know, and pre- what drew you to him when you hired him and just sort of what makes him a good coach that was something you'd entertain
0: this morning. Yeah, how about if we deal with that separately, Mike, so we don't uh, tie everybody else on that? And if there's any other questions about the our current team, uh, I'll handle that separately with you on the side. Okay, next
2: question Chris Gasper, followed by Dan Shaughnessy. Hey, Bill, I hope you're doing well today. Um, I just want to ask you, in your mind, at what point do you have to sort of transition here from the spirited quarterback competition to having a starter giving them the majority of the reps and getting them prepared for Miami and to be the starter throughout the rest of the year
0: yeah I don't have a timetable on that Chris so can't can't tell you
2: I mean do you feel like I know you said you don't have a timetable but do you feel like that's something that's coming up soon here. As we get to the end of, of training camp, you'll approach that or make that decision at the end of training camp here.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure exactly how that'll go.
1: Got it. Thanks. Next question, Dan Chauncey, followed by Pat Leonard. Hi, Bill. It's Dan, how you doing?
0: Good, Dan. How's it going?
1: Okay, I've missed you guys. Um, so. Um, if you could just help me clear up, I haven't been obviously with you guys every day, and I'm amazed, this is actually working. you can hear me, but uh little misunderstanding on the on the Newton thing, I don't quite get Newton was gone for you for five days, and it was characterized as a misunderstanding. Was he told he could go or did he not know the rule, or did you not know the rule?
0: yeah, uh don't really have anything to add Dan you release a statement I think that covered it as thoroughly as as we can without you know getting into a you know a lengthy thing so let's we'll leave it at that
1: okay it's just for us it allows the possibility that he, he either went without permission or someone didn't know the rule, which is very unlike you guys and it I know it's important to be a practice and he's a pivotal guy in your team so it just it leaves us a little bit out there as to the motivation for why he did this, and if he knew, and if you knew, or if he went against team rules?
0: No, he didn't go against team rules, but there was a misunderstanding, and it's exactly what I said it was in the statement.
1: So he was unaware he would lose the five days? It's
0: exactly what I said it was in the statement.
1: Okay, thank you. Two final questions, Pat Leonard and Chris Bryant. Hey bill hey Bill um when did you first install the hills at practice either here or or elsewhere, and what do you think the benefit of it is? We saw Joe Judge take his players over there and make use of it yesterday
0: I um, mean that's a training technique that's been used for uh, quite a while. Um, I had a hill in Cleveland um, ran hills as a player um ran ran hills where there are hills and it you know has has certain training benefits there are there are multiple ways to train um, but that gives you certain benefits and when that's combined with other thing uh, other things other methods of training i think it just helps build the overall conditioning of the athletes um and there are there are multiple ways of training you know on a hill um but you know Ultimately, there there are a lot of different conditioning factors uh, that a team needs, and I think that that helps us prepare in you know in in some areas, not all. Um, so,
1: does that does that help with like soft tissue, um, hamstrings, stuff like that, like in your legs?
0: Well, it, it's hard, it, it, I mean, nobody's going to be at top speed running up a hill, so there's there's not a, as much of a speed element to it as there is a, you know, working against um, the incline and, again, running in different directions and so forth, the number, the incline, uh, again, the type of run that you do on the hill and so forth. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to, to train, and I think there's value in, uh, in, in all those, as long as they're combined with other methods of uh, training, strength, power, endurance, uh, explosion, speed, so it's, it's a combination of things. That's just one way. Thanks. You're welcome.
1: Last question, Chris Ryan. Morning, Bill. How are you? Hi, Chris. What did I wanted to ask you about your uh, linebacking play so far in, in training camp and what you've seen specifically from uh, from Bentley and, and Judon and how you feel their, their explosiveness, their their reads can, can benefit you schematically.
0: Uh, well, they're both smart football players. Um, they both have a, a good level of experience and... You know, can do multiple things, uh, can think quickly, communicate well, and, you know, have good instincts and a good feel for the game, uh, along with, you know, many other members of that group as well, um, certainly High is, you know, is, is in there, and Kyle, and, you know, those guys have played a lot of football and, and are very, very instinctive and, and, you know, have worked well together to try to... Uh, you know there's a lot of playing off each other at those positions as as there is at safety uh you know where there are a lot of things going on in a in a pretty small area and uh who fits where who's got who uh, what happens when they you know come at us from different um you know different positions different leverage different angles and does that change um the way we well it does change it but you know how it changes the way that we Uh, fit in the running game or cover the receivers and, you know, things like that. So, uh, but yeah, those two guys are, are good. It's really a good group. They, they, they work well together. They can handle a lot. Um, they can handle a lot pretty quickly. And a lot of times they, they can make an adjustment before, you know, a coach can, okay, you know, this is what we're doing. And Hey, we got this, like, let's do it this way. And, And before you could even tell them that, um, you know, hey, let's do it this way. They they already have solved the problem and you know figured out a you know a better way because they can all kind of see the same thing. So as long as they all see the same thing, uh, then that that really makes it much easier to um, you know make make adjustments and and make make subtle changes that you know help us perform better.
1: In enhancing the roster, there was so much focus on tight ends, wide receiver. Um, obviously, Mac in the draft. Do you, do you feel that the acquisition of Judon and bringing Van Noy back have as significant a, a positional impact in upgrading the roster as just about anything you did in the offseason?
0: Uh, you know, I don't know about ranking everything, but those players are, are good players. They definitely uh, are helping us. I'm glad we have them, uh, they help our football team. In a number of ways, and um, and I'm glad we have him. So uh, Judon's been a pleasure to coach, hardworking guy, really instinctive, um, as is Kyle. I mean, I have no more background with Kyle, but, you know, Kyle's a, a very instinctive player that can, you know, play multiple positions, and, and he can handle a lot of volume or responsibilities um, without, uh, you know an inordinate amount of repetitions or teaching or that kind of thing. Like every player he needs to, you know, rep the things that he does, but um he his experience and, and just overall understanding of what what the purpose of a technique is or a call and how to get it done is you know is very good. Um and Hightowers and Bentley, I mean they're you know, right, they're there too. They those guys are really they're really smart football players that understand a lot more than what their position is, and sometimes it's might be a little harder for them, but they can all understand how it makes it a little bit easier for somebody else, and and that's a really good you know working relationship in that in that group. Thanks, Bill. Yep, you're welcome, Chris.